This episode of Tea with Queen and Jay podcast is sponsored by Matriarch Creative Solutions. Matriarch Creative Solutions provides creative business strategies and support tools for Black women and femme creators, entrepreneurs, and professionals. The Matriarch Toolbox includes project management, event management, systems creation, project planning, idea incubation, accountability coaching, and even custom solutions to meet your unique needs. To learn more about how Matriarch Creative Solutions can support you, visit them online at wearematriarch.co. That's wearematriarch.co. This week on Tea with Queen and Jay, we're talking about gender, the binary, fucking up and learning in public, the narrow scope of womanhood, and mad other shit. Shit gets emotional. <laughs> it's Tea with Queen and Jay. Drink up. Tea with Queen and Jay. Tea with Queen and Jay. Yo. It's T with Queen AJ. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good. Right yeah, I'm okay. I had an emotionally draining ass weekend. Oh. Everybody wanted to talk about their feelings. Oh, I don't know. So damn. It was a lot. It was well, a lot. It was damn. a lot. And I am I am still fucking tired. I'm still fucking tired from that. So Emotions um, really make you tired. They take like, a lot out of you. Yeah, they do. Like, it requires rest after. It does. So, yeah, I mean, luckily, I was able to rest. Like, we were working mm-hmm. on podcast shit, but I, it's not like I had to, like, get up and go to work and feed a child and shit like that. So, I had right. the capacity and the time to navigate and process that shit. But Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. And I have a coping habit of just disappearing. That's my jam. And uh-huh. uh, I, I was I, like... I specialize in that too. Right. Right. <laughs> and I was like, yo, uh, I could just disappear. <laughs> like, we don't have to gotta do, do this. this. We don't gotta do this, you know? <laughs> but nah, but it was... Yeah, it was good. I'm glad that we had the conversation. Mm-hmm. Hopefully I'll be over it by the end of the week. But I'm still like processing it and still like, ugh you know mm-hmm. but it's good talk to your friends talk to your friends don't hold shit in and bring yeah, it up don't. four years later <laughs> don't don't well, do damn. it <laughs> don't do it yo four years is a long time especially As this far. fucking 2020 was like four years itself so like no dead know? ass it was yeah it's, it was. it's just a lot it's a lot it's a lot so anyway but you're feeling okay though yeah, I'm feeling good. I actually good. wallpapered one of my walls in my bedroom. I saw. It's super cute. It's so cute, and I love it. But my bedroom smells like, because it's that sticky wallpaper that you yeah. can stick to the wall. Right. So my bedroom right now smells like a big sticker. Like Ah, uh, okay. And I need that to get out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It'll leave eventually. You got but your windows open in there now? You yeah, the out? windows open. I lit okay. it and said, uh-huh. it's like, nah, sticker. So, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe you should have got scratch and sniff. What if they made that like big scratch oh, and sniff been wallpaper? Lit. That would have been lit. That Until been it wears lit. off and smells like who knows what. So I don't know. Maybe it's best that they don't make scratch and sniff walls. What if it's like scratch and sniff and like drugs? <laughs> like, you took that. You took that whole concept to. Because I was thinking of Willy Wonka. Remember they could like lick the wall and it tastes like whatever they were. Oh, and okay. Shit. But I, was I don't like, think I ever watched that whole movie. I don't. Like weird shit yeah as a um, kid 
It was a lot of weird shit as a it kid. It was a lot of weird stuff. I enjoyed it. But in my mm-hmm. elementary school, anytime we couldn't go to recess outside, mm-hmm. that was one of the movies they played. Oh, you know, like okay. if it rained or whatever and you couldn't right. go to recess out there, they would play. That was one of mm-hmm. them. So mm-hmm. They played Star Wars. They played Gremlins. And they played... I think that was it. Gremlins? They played Gremlins. Yes. I'm in like, elementary? I didn't agree. Yeah. I'm like, I didn't For agree. recess time? For whatever time, whatever That's time you- they rolled out that cart, <laughs> it was like, listen, we're not fucking with y'all today. Sit down and watch what's on this cart. They played that. And I'm like, I don't even fuck with scary movies. Yeah, these I'm like, That's, That's probably why I don't fuck with Spit Now, because they all looked wet. <laughs> they they were all spitting. Shit they was did. sticky. And I still don't know why. Okay? <laughs> to this day. <laughs> to this day. I don't know why. All right, and Star Wars, which is like they didn't even give a fuck where they started. They just put in any one they of would the do fucking that Star Wars. Wonka. It would just be like, okay. okay, put it on. It might start where That's we last. So random, where we last. Yes, left off. yes. I've seen that has happened. They have played Willy Wonka, but I was so removed from what was happening. I didn't even register that it was Willy Wonka. But like, this is the thing with those videos. It just be like, all the teachers be like, yo, what y'all got? Who got, where's the such and such video? Who got, they don't give a fuck what they put they in. Don't. We will they put don't. this in. We're not even going to start it from the beginning. Because they're okay? treating us like our parents treat us. Just sitting us in front of the TV. Just sit there. <laughs> and going to just, just sit out. there. Oh my gosh, yo. Yeah. All right. But anyway. Well. <laughs> Welcome, Welcome to, to Tea with, with Queen and Jay. We are two womanist race nerds talking shit over tea, dismantling white supremacist patriarchal capitalism one episode at a time. I'm Queen. I'm Jay. And, and this, this is Tea with Queen, Queen and Jay. Ew. Yes, that was nice. If you would like to follow the conversation being had on this podcast, podcast. we'd love to hear from you. On social media, if you use the hashtag T with QJ, we talk about this show, please use that hashtag. We also like for you to use the hashtag Podden because that allows people who never heard of this podcast find us. You should already be, but if you are not, follow us on the social media. We're on Instagram and Twitter at T with QJ. We are also on Facebook and Tumblr. Yes, we're still on Tumblr. You can follow yep. us there. We don't know what that looks like anymore because. <laughs> <laughs> i open it every now and then it mostly populates our instagram stuff so like if you're a nigga that's on tumblr regularly but you don't fuck with instagram you'll see like our instagram oh, okay. posts and shit like that but i think i actually think we need to reconnect reconnect that but yeah we are still on tumblr and we do see when y'all engage with us there got it thanks for that jay mm-hmm. that's why i see yes, team of two yes. here because i don't know what's going on over there um <laughs> Other ways you want to hear from you is by sending us T-mail. You can send us T-mail at TeamWithQueenAJ at gmail.com. You can send us questions, concerns, comments, feedback, silly things, serious things. You can even, you know, teach us a little something in a letter as well. But we, those are the ways that we love to hear from all of you. That's right. Every week we pour libations for the people, places, and things, giving us black ass, black joy. These are our shout outs. These are our cheers. This is where we pour one out for the homies. This is where we fucking do toasts and shit like that. Whatever the yep. fuck, pour it up for the ancestors. Queen, what are you pouring libations for this week? I am pouring libations for one of our road dog 
listeners been here since I don't even know when. Mm-hmm. Been hugely supportive. Domingo happened to buy me an item from my Amazon wish list, nice. a Vitamix, which was nice. like one of those things. I was like, ain't nobody gonna buy this. <laughs> Yeah, that's a isn't that that's a pretty uh hefty pricey item. Dude. Yeah, that's like when a, I put that's it up there, it was purchases. Exactly, I was like, you know what, abundance. Ain't nobody gonna buy this, but just mm-hmm. how would I know? How right. would I know? So I'm gonna put this up here, mm-hmm. and Domingo brought it for me. So now I have that's a Vitamix, so nice. and I'm gonna be honest, I don't know what else I can do. Like I know it does more things, right. but I'm like, I wasn't even thinking about the things I can do with this. I just was like, Ooh, a Vitamix. <laughs> You can make smoothies. You could probably do shit to make fucking No, you soups. can make soup. You can make soup with it. Mm-hmm. You could like I could do mad shit, but mm-hmm. I was not thinking outside of the scope of just my regular ass smoothies that I do with right. my blender now. Right. But I'm mm-hmm. like, "Oh no." Yeah. <laughs> like, you probably smoothie fruits that you wasn't smoothieing before. Yeah, before because mm-hmm. it's able to do it now. So mm-hmm. I'm excited and I want to say thank you to Domingo for my Vitamix. You awesome, like yo. really made me like I already believe in abundance. We believe in abundance here on the show anyway. We always try to think in that way. Mm-hmm. But that was just like me just thinking abundantly, like, hmm, whatever. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not That's one of those items you put on your, your freaking registry and you know that your family is going to come together and put in and, and buy put, it. Put together. it exactly. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, That's yeah, usually yeah, the gift yeah. my mom buys. Like, if mm-hmm. I did a, a registry. Right, right. Yes. That's like a parent gift. Yes, it's like <laughs> the stroller at the baby shower. Exactly. It's, you know what I'm saying? The crib. You know, exactly. The, the bulk item. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, so, okay. libations to Domingo. Thank you so much. You the bomb, but you already know that. But thank you so much, and thank you for just supporting this podcast the way you have Facts. over the years. So grateful for you. And um, yeah, what are your libations for this week, Jay? I was gonna pour libations to like growth as a person and having these conversations with friends, but I'm and off then what of that. What happened was, yeah, I'm like, off of that. Happened? I'm tired. I'm okay. exhausted. All right. I don't want to pour libations for that. Fuck that. Fuck growth. Fuck fucking being tired from having these conversations. <laughs> and so I, when I'm ready, maybe I'll pour libations for that in six months. I'm not there yet. But today, mm-hmm. I want to pour libations for the fact that we survived this fucking blizzard. 18 inches of, of fucking snow. That My power nice. didn't go out. Like, fucking lights stayed on and shit. And, like, most of the warnings in the city was like, this could happen. This could happen. <laughs> Stay home. <laughs> like, all of that. I mean, that I, the happening. warnings. Yeah, the warnings are important. They're definitely important, but it is also like a little bit scary. Like uh, my my thing was like, is the city doing anything? Are they taking any precautions? Are they telling us like, be careful? We made no plans. Like, what's happening here? No, the thing though, I will say, because we complain about, well, not we as in me and you, Mm -hmm. I'm going to talk about New Yorkers because me and Jay don't really complain about de Blasio. But when Bloomberg was the mayor here, he did not give a shit. He was like, you should have your own shovel. (laughs) Like, he did not give a shit. Listen, I shovel my own walkway. I take my bike. I ride my bike into work. He was the most annoying billionaire bootstrapper. I do it myself. Mayor, we've. Well, I haven't had many mayors, but mayors yeah. I've experienced. Mm-hmm. So I do like that the city like did stuff. Right, right. I don't yeah, know. You, you know, know what? If, you know, people yeah. people really dislike de Blasio, but in the context of the mayors that it's like it's like, have y'all seen mayors? That's how I feel. In the context <laughs> of mayors that we've had. 
Bloomberg, yes. who decided he was the fucking king of New York, and he just gonna be fucking mayor for twelve years Forever. and change the laws and shit, because that's what he feel like doing. How are you a monarch mayor? <laughs> like that who does that? Who sense. does that? Who does that? Okay, <laughs> I will never forget him talking about before we had city bikes and shit like that, the MTA strike, and him talking about yeah, I'm you know I'm gonna take my bike into work, and everybody looking at <laughs> him like he was bananas. Everybody like, don't what? got a bike. Yeah. Anyway, fucking Giuliani. Okay. Oh, okay. And and his okay. racist bullshit. Yeah, y'all met him Trump's, now. Y'all met yeah, him y'all now. know him now. That Trump's disaster <laughs> of a lawyer was a mayor of New York. Yeah, I think for like two terms or whatever. Two okay? terms. Two yeah, terms. he was a hot Horrible. mess, and he 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 gained like notoriety throughout the country because he was the mayor during nine eleven. And 9/11. of course, there's a lot of shit that you have to do to get the city through that. Mm-hmm. Outside of that shit. He was a wild racist mayor who did wild racist shit, who yep. fucking laid part of the groundwork for gentrifying Harlem and 125th yep. Street and all that shit. Like, he was yeah. a fucking problem. He was horrible. Yeah. So, yeah, de Blasio is he not was a so perfect bad mayor. That yeah, one yeah. time we were shopping as a family for school. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know how stores have, like, this TV zone or whatever? For some reason, mm-hmm. they were playing the news, and the news announced that he had prostate cancer. And my mom was like, yes! <laughs> Oh my god! That's how bad of a man he was. Just to give you guys oh context, gosh. who don't know right. Giuliani as a man, yeah. my mom wanted that man to die. <laughs> it was a, it was a fucking racist administration. Yes, and yes, people have a lot of problems with De Blasio. Okay, he's not perfect. Again, have y'all seen mayors? Have you have seen, you seen them? Have you seen, have seen mayors? Anyway, yeah. but no, I think he catches a lot of heat because his family is black. That's like. <laughs> That's 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 what it is. That's what it is, yo. That's what it is. White New yeah, Yorkers fucking hate De Blasio. They do. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not. I haven't. I don't know. I'm not attached to New York. It's silly, but I'm not attached to New York politics to even know why right. he's a problem. Mm-hmm. Like the other mm-hmm. mayors, I was harmed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, facts. Facts. I was fucking facts. harmed. We were definitely harmed. <laughs> we could we could document the harm. We could list the harm. Yeah, no, de Blasio definitely plays both sides of the fence when it comes to yes. uh, police brutality and those issues. He plays right. both sides of the fence with a lot of shit. He fucking... He's a th- white that liberal. Whole, like, he's that's a white liberal. Do. That's the problem. De Blasio is a white liberal. He does white liberal shit. That whole, I'm gonna run for president, stop it, okay? Yeah. That was weird. Pause. It was weird <laughs> and silly. Who do you, you do think it. you are, okay? You're you not that. No. Weirdness. Okay. Yeah, it's a lot of weird shit with him. But again, have y'all seen mayors? Have y'all seen fucking mayors of New York? Have you seen them? Have you seen what goes on here? Yeah. Right, David Dickens was our first black mayor, and after he oh was done, God, he like disappeared. Place. He was like, <laughs> fuck this shit. Okay. He was like, you know what? Y'all can have it. Y'all can have it. Y'all can have it. Yo. Okay. Y'all can have it. They talked about that man's suits. Everything. Everything. You thought that Everything. tan suit for Obama was a thing? That's all they did with we seen Dickens. it. Yeah, that's every every suit he every, wore was a problem. Pinstripes? Yeah. <laughs> How dare he? He was fly though. He was he fly. He was fucking fly though. <laughs> he was fly. I don't know where he came from because I was too young, but he was fucking I don't know. fly. Yeah, all of a sudden it was like black mayor. I was a kid. I didn't even know how you yeah. become mayor. Oh but. man, they hated his guts. They did. 
hate his guys. All right, okay, we're back. We're off. Yes, we're yes. Back now. Show, show. We're doing the show. Yes, yes, back to the show. Back to the show. Yeah. So this is the part of the show where we tell you how you can support Tea with Queen and Jay podcast. We run on your support. We are an independent podcast. There is no machine behind us. It is Queen Jay, our homie editor Candice, yep. and other people who help us do other shit on occasion but for the most part we are a small team and we run on your support queen can you tell people how they can support team with queen and j podcast yeah so you can go to our website tbqueenandj.com and you can slide down on our homepage, and there is where we have two options two our first option is our paypal option and that's where you can put however much you want however many times you want in that pot, there is no commitment there. And our second option is our Patreon option. And that is where we're asking for $2 a month. $2? You can give more or less. That is up to you. We are into options and all of that shit. But like I said, we're only asking for $2 a month. We also appreciate non-monetary donations. Those are just as important as the monetary ones. So if you'd like and share this podcast on social media, that is a way that you can support us. Telling a friend. Rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you listen to this podcast. All of those are ways that help this grow, help more people learn about Tea with Queen and Jay and all things that we appreciate you doing. That's right. That's right. That's right. For our Patreon, every month we do a bonus, at least one bonus episode. We're doing two Mm -hmm. for the month of February. Yes, yes, yes. The Patreon is to support the podcast and the current work that we do, but we do do those bonus episodes. So we, the way we position that is not join the Patreon so that you can get all this free content. It's like, break us off with $2 a month so we can continue to do the work that we already do. Yep, exactly. And we will do a bonus episode once a month so yeah check that out we just dropped our review of the wendy williams biopic wendy williams the movie and we talk also talked about her documentary documentary wendy williams, wendy williams hot mess what a mess kind of like oh. right what, what a mess what a, no you're right wendy williams what a mess what a mess and her kind of like bootstrap feminism and us, our relationship to New York radio and shit like that. So definitely yep. check that out. That's on the Patreon right now. Our Amazon wishlist links are also in the show notes if you'd like to send us love that way, though we understand that Amazon is the axis of evil. So please don't feel pressured to do that. If you'd like to sponsor Tea with Queen and J podcast, if you'd like to advertise with us, if you'd like to hear your ad on Tea with Queen and J, T-mail us at teawithqueenandj at gmail.com. If you'd like to hire us to speak virtually at your school or organization about white supremacist patriarchal capitalism, dismantling white supremacy in the workplace, womanism, black feminism, podcasting, black hair, or some shit you've heard us discuss on the podcast, or if you'd like us to do a virtual live show or consult you or your team, send us your team mail at teawithqueenandj at gmail.com. Um, we have donation libations. Queen, can you tell us who supported us this week? Yeah. So for PayPal, we got Sierra and we have Timidare or Timidai. Sorry if I pronounced that incorrectly. And they say happy Black History Month to you both. Thank you. That's for you too as well. And then we have some new patrons. We have Khadija, Tanisha, Amira, and Jennifer. And Jennifer says, long time listener, but new to Patreon. Happy to be a part and help support much love thank you everyone for your donations this week thanks y'all 
And then a quick announcement. Announcement. Announcement, which is not really going to be an announcement for most of y'all who yeah, fuck with us and pay attention or whatever. Because yeah, it's been what so, it is. Yeah. But, yeah. So yeah, we traditionally release this podcast on Tuesdays. So new episodes typically drop on Tuesdays. Throughout the pandemic, it has been hard to get the episodes out on Tuesdays. So you've been seeing them come out on Wednesday maybe a thursday here or there but mostly on wednesdays mm-hmm. and i think that only so, happened like once it only happened like once yeah sometimes. yeah like, like and like six twice. months right that's true true lot. true yeah that's not a lot. yeah but it, it has been challenging to drop episodes on tuesdays and our schedules have shifted so we are going to commit to dropping episodes on wednesdays and the schedule is different now so we should be able to get that done mm-hmm. just she's making class. a face i don't know why she's making a face yeah sorry i was just thinking about the schedule again but no we should be able to get that done we're committing to dropping episodes on wednesdays so that is when you should be looking for or expecting the episode episode to drop yes yes so wednesdays new day even though it's been that day but new day (laughs) right right even though that's what we've been doing and you're like wait y'all release episodes on tuesday what are you even talking about (laughs) yeah we're just saying it out loud okay yes so that when you get it on wednesday now it's not late okay It's just the day exactly. we planned to have okay. it out. All right? All right. We, okay. Yes. Life is all about restructuring systems. Yes. And that's what we did. So, right. yeah. Yes. yes. So, sometime on Wednesday, you're going to get a drop. Yes. 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 And also, shout out to y'all for being, like, supportive and not harassing us. And, like, right. where's the episode? Where's the this? Right. Where's the that? Like, mm-hmm. y'all don't do that. And that's fucking dope. And we love y'all for that. We love y'all. Yeah, we appreciate you. We appreciate you. All right, let's get into the show. Yep, let's do it. Right, Queen, what kind of tea are you drinking? I'm drinking a chai latte. Mm. That's what I'm drinking. Yes, it's like some ready-made stuff, but it works. It's not like I could go to Starbucks. Ain't no Starbucks East New York. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. So that's what I'm doing. I don't really like are... Starbucks. I only drink teas there. I don't drink coffee. Okay. I'm not a coffee drinker. So I only drink their teas. Yeah, their stuff always, like, it has, it all has one kind of Starbucks kind of taste to it. Oh. I don't know. It tastes I like Starbucks. Connect. It don't taste like. Right. Yeah, that's I how know. I feel. I, I want to connect with Starbucks. They're, I mean, sometimes I go there out of, like, emergency and there's certain things I drink that's like, okay, this is my go-to. But, mm-hmm. yeah, it all tastes like, like Starbucks instead of whatever it's supposed to be. Anyway. <laughs> What kind of tea are yes. you drinking today? I am drinking chai. I think this might be a vanilla chai. I'm back on my chai bullshit. It's actually okay. very good. It's actually chai is very a good, good. Chai is a good. Yeah. Like it. It's a really good seed, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it is. It's like comforting. It. It's delicious. Yep. I feel good, yo. It's making me feel. It's fucking aromatic. It is though. It is all of those things. It's a whole experience. It's a whole experience. I love a whole experience, T yo. So I feel good. So I'm back on my chai bullshit. What are your pronouns? She and her. What are your pronouns? She, her, they, them. And in addition to my pronouns, I am not a lady. And Queen, what are you affirming for yourself this week? I affirm that I'm a bad bitch. I affirm that I'm enough. I am financially wealthy without trauma. I am well rested. My hair and fashions are popping. Poppin'. My body and mind are healthy. Healthy. And I will forever and always stunt on these hoes. And we all know the hoes is white supremacist patriarchal capitalism. So I'm stunting on them. I say yes only to activities that are healthy for my mind, body, and emotional well-being. 
I courageously protect my happiness. I have romance and intimacy that fulfills my needs. <laughs> I do. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> um, let's talk about that later. We actually won't. <laughs> and I affirm that we will continue to have a safe, I guess I'll say, pondering play. We will continue to have a safe <laughs> pandemic. Uh-uh. <laughs> Whatever, however your city, country, state, town is going mm-hmm. about this COVID pandemic, it will still be safe. It will still, you know, I just want to affirm safety and yeah. good health. And 2021, still abundant, still fruitful, abundance for everyone in 2021. All right. Mm-hmm. What are you affirming, Jay? I affirm that I'm going to have rent. Oh, rent is cute. I know I always say that, but I'm putting it at the top. I'm a, I affirm that I'm going to have rent and mm-hmm. food money and oh. other kinds of money. Oh. Okay? Okay? Oh, so you're okay. a capitalist. That's you're right. Because you want things. Uh-oh. Oh, shit. You want basic living. all of that. Civil living things. All of that, yo. All of that, yo. And you didn't um, work so hard for it? Socialism. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't deserve those things. I affirm them though. Yeah. So I affirm a long life, also a long life full of abundance, health, wealth, sustainable, rewarding, and financially beneficial self-employment. Mm-hmm. I affirm rest. I affirm that I am a writer. I am enough. Yep. My apartment is paid for. It I is. am productive. I'm energized. Opportunities are fruitful and bountiful without trauma. Yep. I affirm my apartment is also clean and organized. Damn. I manage my schedule seamlessly and achieve everything on my to-do list and mm-hmm. everything that I forgot to put on my to-do list. I achieve those things too. Yep. And I complete all projects successfully and without trauma. I affirm productive therapy, healthy romantic relationships without a whole lot of exhausting fucking, fucking labor. Fucking labor. I, fucking labor. <laughs> I affirm around the clock home healthcare services for my grandmother and liberation and power to all the people. Boom. Love it. Yes. All yes, of that. Yes. Oh, motherfucking K. Yeah. So mm-hmm. this week we want to talk about a segment that has been an important staple of the podcast and central to what we do for a really long time. Yeah. Uh, we started this podcast back in 2015. 14 so we are this month i think makes officially seven years seven years in a Team game and J podcast yeah. and it has evolved over time if you listen to our earlier episodes hopefully you don't but like our we, first we, fucking we was just talking 10 episodes we was just talking <laughs> we just and then talking. we was like yo we're good at this fuck editing right it was a whole series where we just didn't edit shit and we were just on here just fucking talking okay (laughs) no segments yeah no No segments don't yeah yeah. we and we were never like utter we've said this before we were never utter trash but you'll definitely listen to things that currently don't even match up with like our power yeah like we don't even believe those things anymore right right who is that person who are those niggas right (laughs) so i mean we were always of course seeking to liberate ourselves from systems and shit like that and dismantling white supremacy of course but the way that we do that has evolved yeah our ideas on a lot of things have evolved uh our fucking uh, like leftover fucking elitism classism fat phobia ableism all of that shit are things that i think that we are more proactively working on now but we were yeah. yeah dismantling now we were doing it then i would say but we are definitely more evolved yeah. as niggas today like we were aware of those things we didn't i think but now we're more intently dismantling those things whereas before right. it was like we know these are bad we shouldn't do these 
But how mm-hmm. do we dismantle this stuff in like everyday shit? Right. So right, like just right. in how we regularly talk, it kind of flows a mm-hmm. little better now. Yeah. And how we're able to identify things now that we weren't necessarily looking for yep. before. Right. Exactly. Right, right. Yeah. So don't listen to those episodes. Eventually we're gonna hide them away, but they're still fucking. They're there gonna right go in a vault. They're gonna go in a vault. They're gonna go into a fucking vault. Yeah, absolutely. And then right. some I think I'm, I I think out the gate, the first episode, because we are just hearing our voices, I think the first episode I said something that was like about my voice and like sounding like a man. So it starts early. <laughs> so the just to like give you a heads up, the foolishness begins early now we're gonna make you're gonna make them go there now because that sounds like a place that i would go let's stop let's just let's just get into this fucking show don't do it (laughs) don't do it don't do it anyway you're right don't fucking do it though yeah so yes so the show has evolved in a lot of ways we have been doing a pay black woman segment on this show for many years now yeah and a part of our dismantling white supremacy white supremacist patriarchal capitalism highlighting systems that affect us has been through encouraging the redistribution of funds yeah to our community to black women in particular yeah and so that has been a really consistent thing that we do here at see with queen and j podcast we have yeah. raised money we have given money out of our yeah. own pockets like yeah. it's something that is important to us it's something that we believe in here mm-hmm. so recently over the past few months we've had a lot of questions about the segment questions about the kind of gendered language that we were using to introduce the segment because that segment has evolved and has become more inclusive yeah and so we had adjusted our language in the attempts to be more inclusive and mm-hmm. some of that has been faulty and so we want to talk yep. about that today actually we're gonna address all that shit all of that we're gonna talk a lot about gender 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 <laughs> gender <laughs> yeah so we're gonna talk about gender and all that good shit but before we do that, we want to pay a motherfucking black woman. So yes. let's do that shit. Give me your fucking money! And to introduce the segment for this episode, if you know a black or indigenous woman, black or indigenous non-binary person, if you are a black person impacted by misogynoir who is running a business, leading an initiative, or just somebody who needs to make ends meet or go on a vacation, please send your pay black woman submissions to twithqueenandj at gmail.com. Yeah, so do that. Queen, who is our pay black woman feature this week? So this week we have a submission from D. And I'm just going to read what they sent us. Hey, hey, love and truly appreciate your content and the passion you both have for the people. It's a little weird for me to do this, and I'm not even sure if this is where I would ask, but sisters in dire need trying to make it over the hump this month. I need someone to pay a black woman trying to get this rent paid. Anything will help. And their cash app is Shandy9092, and Shandy is spelled S-H-A-N-D-E-E. And then 9092 is just the numbers 9092. Maybe this reaches you, maybe it doesn't. But at any rate, love you both. Wishing much abundance and prosperity in the midst of this panorama. Keep doing what you do always. So we did speak to them to confirm their identity and stuff like that. You know that we like to just make sure that these are actually black folks because people be Mm -hmm. scheming. Within that conversation, they did send us a copy of the electric bill. And for that bill, they need $450. So that is like the 
Mm-hmm. Round number ask that would be helpful for D. So if you can cover the cost of that bill or contribute to covering the cost of that bill, that'd be great. If that is squared away, they'll have enough money for their their rent and to take care of that. So if we can get that squared away for her, get that 450 paid on her electric bill, that'd be great. So you can cash app her. I'll say the cash app again. Cash app is Shandy9092, and that's S-H-A-N-D-E-E-9092. Are the numbers they're not spelled out and we also will have links to that in the show notes as well so we can pay d and get that electric bill down to zero and all of right. that yeah and my assumption is that this electric bill is probably behind which is why yeah, it's so much yes yeah, a lot of months yeah so we want to we want to make sure that shandy is level and in a position where she can get back to you know paying her rent and like getting getting shit taken care of on top of that so this is she's trying to get that done by the first of the month but i would say if you are hearing this later on like it's our goal to make sure that like black people are able to stay on top of their shit financially so if you are listening to this later in the game that is still shandy's cash app yo so break her off a little bit of something especially if you are a white person if you are somebody who just got it and got 450 laying around Break her off with that so that she can use any additional monies that she gets to put towards her actual rent and shit like that. So we yep. appreciate you. Thank you so much, D, for trusting, trusting us, us with, with this. this. Yeah, yep. That's right. And thank you to all of our listeners who have supported Pay Black Women features in the past and who continue to do so in the future. going forward. So libations yeah. to all of you. All right, 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 all right. Okay, so. Hey, Black women. So like we said, it's a feature Mm -hmm. that we've been doing for years. Before we get into this conversation, we want to just do a quick content warning and apology. In the event that we say anything gender related that is triggering, transphobic, femphobic, harmfully privileged, or otherwise awkward and or fucked up, it's our intention to be thoughtful and careful with our words at all times, but we acknowledge that intention and impact don't always match up. I also want to be, I want to have an honest conversation today. And so in having an honest conversation, even though I have talked to a lot of people about the things that I'm going to say today before, most of the things I'm going to say, I've I've run past other people or whatever before, Mm -hmm. I want to be honest that in my free speaking today and in my efforts to be transparent, it is possible that I may say something that is harmful. And so... I want to, again, give a content warning for that and an apology. And please know that it's not my goal. And then I'm in this space actively trying not to do that. Yeah. So, yeah. So that is the warning for that and the apology and mm-hmm. that blanket apology that i'm giving right now throughout this again if we do say something you can write in and say you said this thing like it's yeah, not gonna be do. like oh please well i do. apologized already you don't have, that's not what i'm saying what yeah, i'm saying exactly. is here's a heads up we're about to have this conversation it's not our intention to do this we acknowledge that it might happen in this space and you are still welcome to write in and let us know that it happened because our intention of course is not to even do that at all yeah we we oh, we welcome like the course correct we welcome mm-hmm. we welcome the education that's not something like we're against or don't want we actually are okay with all of that and we do understand that when people are on platforms you go to love them and you go to trust them yeah. and then you sometimes feel uncomfortable with the course correct or you think you can't do that and because mm-hmm. we're in a space we're in people may think that we are all knowing and we want to say that yeah. we're not 
we're not all knowing. If you've been listening to this podcast for a long time, you know that we are okay with like learning in front of an audience. Mm-hmm. So this is another case of that of me and Jane kind of navigating, course correcting, learning from you guys as well because we're all in this community together. Mm-hmm. So that is what that's what that's what you will hear. But within that, there may be harm because we are privileged cis bitches. And right. you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. we just wanted to make sure we just gave you a content warning for what could possibly happen, even though that mm-hmm. is not our intent. But we are right. privileged cis bitches, so we don't know all the things. Mm-hmm. We do not. Yeah. We do not. Okay, so we got a letter that sparked the dialogue that we're going to have today. And this letter is in response to the language that we used to intro the Pay Black Women segment with. And we'll go further into detail after this letter in terms of like what that language was and, Mm -hmm. you know, the journey to that language and away from that language and just to like bring you all up to speed. Mm-hmm. All right, so let me get into this letter. Hey, Queen and Jay, I love the show. It always helps me expand my thinking and unlearn problematic stuff. I also appreciate a lot of what you're doing with the Pay Black Woman segment, especially in that you have opened it up to non-binary folks. However, I'm a bit uncomfortable with how you address people outside of the binary on this segment, specifically clarifying that it is open only to AFAB, non-binary people, and for context, AFAB is assigned female at birth if you don't know what that means. All right, back to the letter. It feels to me that such categorization imposes the concept of being non-binary. As an AFAB non-binary person myself, grouping and women and specifically AFAB non-binary folks seems like AFAB non-binary folks are considered quote-unquote woman light when we are not women at all. Additionally, I think making this restriction closes off your segment to trans feminine people who don't identify as women. These folks may experience similar oppressions to binary trans women, which I know are explicitly welcome to that space. I have a suggestion for changing the language, which I think would be closer to your attendant purpose. Instead of AFAB non-binary, you could say non-binary people affected by misogyny slash misogynoir. This eliminates the binarization and allows people to identify their own need according to the honor system you have set up. I hope I haven't overstepped by making this suggestion. I am white, so this suggestion is coming from that place, and I hope there isn't some nuance that I miss. Much love and respect to you both, and we will keep this person anonymous. Yes. So first of all, thank you so much to the person who wrote in. We really, really appreciate you. To talk a little bit about the Pay Black Women segment, we kind of said why we started it. We wanted to make sure that we were redirecting funds to black women, all black women of any variety, And so that was important to us. That's why we started this segment throughout the journey of the podcast. It was apparent that there are other people who are seen regardless to who they are. There are other people who are seen by society as black women, regardless to who they actually are, regardless Mm -hmm. to who they identify as Mm -hmm. and those people who are seen and perceived as black women are treated a certain way regardless to who they are. Yes. And so it was our intention to be inclusive of those people, those people in this pay black women segment because we wanted to make sure that we were including people who were perceived as black women. Yeah. And that is why we started using the language 
AFAB non-binary. AFAB non-binary. Right. That's why we yeah. started using. And for those who don't know, we 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 don't usually define it because for us, it's like our intention was, for me at least, anybody, like you don't need to know what the fuck it is. You know if you are an AFAB non-binary person, I don't need to explain that. Yeah. It's, not, you, it's not for anyone mm-hmm. else to know what or not, like whatever the fuck. Yeah. This is not an explanatory. This is what AFAB non-binary is. I'm letting yeah. the people know who this relates to, that they can join this or whatever. Yeah. I, understand and through this conversation through this letter and through since since then we have had lots of conversations with each other mm-hmm. we have talked to other people, people and so i fully understand at this stage why it is not okay to use that language why it kind of in this context and why it kind of brings things back to the binary, the binary. and right yeah. right right but that was our intention in doing that is because I wanted to make sure that anyone who was perceived by anybody as a woman, right, mm-hmm. whether they were a woman or not. And thus, if you are perceived as a black woman, you can be treated a certain way, certain way. because of yes. that. You could be harmed financially because of that. And so yeah. we wanted the goal was to make sure that we were including you know, being more expansive and including people yeah. in that. And so I definitely, we understand the harm that was caused in using that language, mm-hmm. but I just wanted to be clear about what our intention Intentions was in were. that. Yeah. Right. So over time, we again expanded it to include a certain portion of the non-binary community. We also expanded the segment to include indigenous, indigenous folks, folks because we wanted to make sure that as black women who experience a great deal of oppression, we wanted to acknowledge that it's a whole group of people People that aren't even acknowledged as motherfucking people on yeah. this land, on their land. On their um, land. Yeah. Right, right, right. So though we still call it pay black women, we do explicitly say that this segment is open to indigenous folks. Yeah. And so they are included in this segment as well. So we're going to take a break. When we come back after this letter that we received, because it was from a white person, we did want to hear from black folks on mm-hmm. this matter. Yeah, um, we we acknowledge that the original letter was about gender. It affects everybody. But because this segment specifically centers black people we definitely wanted to hear from black people and just to expand our learning on this again we did learning on our own but in terms of like our listeners yeah and because no one had ever reached out to us no other black person had reached out to us to say anything we wanted to make sure that we were tapping into that group of listeners before moving forward and you all were kind enough to respond so we're going to take a break when we come back we'll hear more of what black non-binary listeners had to say we'll talk about language gender and we're going to talk a little bit about femininity and a bunch of other shit. Let's take a break. Yes. Money, 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 money. <laughs> money! Do you know what this year is? What every year is all about? Yeah, but like... Giving black women year. your money. Yes. So Give okay. black women your money. Hashtag pay black women, okay, yo. Okay, okay. So, so how do they give black women their money well they can start by giving us their money oh yes yes we do this dope ass women is race nerd podcast every motherfucking every week sometimes um, twice a week yeah yo <laughs> and we could use your loving motherfucking donations um, we definitely can absolutely so how can you do that you can go to our website yo tvsqueenandj.com hit that donate tab and mm-hmm. we have two options there so two two you become a patron or you can just donate through PayPal. Yep. You choose. We mm-hmm. give you a choice That's right. on how you give us money. That's right. If you want to donate via Patreon, we're asking all of our listeners to break us off $2 a month. 
That's $24 a year. And if everybody who listens does that shit, we will have everything that we need to do everything we want to do for this podcast. Everything. And if you love us so much that you want to break us off a one-time donation, a multiple-time donation, or if you don't like the the once-a-month kind of system, you can go to our PayPal and give us any amount of money. We will take that shit. We will love that shit. We will appreciate that we shit. We will use that shit. That's right. So once again, teawithqueenandj.com. Hit the donate tab and choose your donation method of choice. Oh my God, we're going to get money. Again! <laughs> All the time. Yes. Calling all black women and femme creators, entrepreneurs, and professionals. Do you need support managing your time and resources? Are you looking to build consistency in your business? Are you prepared to shed habits that may be keeping you from your true potential? Matriarch Creative Solutions is for you. Run by intuitive business strategist Casey Kwanzaa, Matriarch Creative Solutions provides creative business strategy and support tools for black women and femme creators, entrepreneurs, and professionals who have the audacity to thrive. Services include project management, event management, systems creation, project planning, idea incubation, accountability coaching, and even custom solutions to meet your unique needs. Matriarch Creative Solutions' mission is to remind us of what happens when we step into our power. We should not have to do everything on our own. To learn more about how Matriarch Creative Solutions can support you, visit their website, wearematriarch.co. That's wearematriarch.co. Subscribe to their mailing list and receive 11% off your first service and follow them on Pinterest and Instagram at wearematriarch. Matriarch Creative Solutions, strategically inspiring Black women and femmes and our ability to build wealth for our generation. And we're black all the time. Yes. So like we said, the original letter that we received about this topic came in from a white listener and we definitely appreciate that and it opened our mind to this dialogue. But because the segment centers black people, we wanted to make sure that we heard from black non-binary folks on how yeah. they felt about this issue. Yep. So a few of you were kind enough to write in. We appreciate you. We appreciate your labor. Thank you so much for sharing your knowledge and opinions on this topic with us. So I guess we can get into this letter and we're also going to leave. We're going to leave everybody anonymous who wrote yes. in. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's get into this one. Hey, thanks for addressing the AFAB non-binary discussion. I'm a long-time listener of yours, but it's true that your segment intro has made me uncomfortable. As a black AFAB and B myself, I am all for supporting my people, but it's also painful to be grouped with black women. I guess it's the emphasis on AFAB that makes me uncomfortable. It's still a complicated topic for me, and I clearly cannot speak for all NB people out there, but I want to be in solidarity with those who might feel uncomfortable like me. I guess I am uncomfortable also because many AMAB non-binary folks around me are often left out of the conversation and suffering from the heat cis men receive. Also, many of us are not fond of dividing ourselves by AMAB and AFAB in this context. May I also ask, why are you not opening the segment to all NB folks? I would love to hear more about what others in my case may feel on the topic. And I thank you for taking the time to talk about it. So that is from Anonymous because we're keeping these all mm-hmm. anonymous. Yeah. So thank you so much for that. We really yes. appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so why were we using specifically AFAB even though we know that more people are financially affected by misogyny? Misogyny. 
Right. Okay. So we wanted to make sure that we were including people like, okay, for me, it wasn't about everyone who's affected by misogynoir because mad mm-hmm. people are affected by misogynoir. Yes. You know what yes. I'm saying? Like there are cis men there who are, are affected, by, affected misogynoir. by misogynoir. Yes. It's a huge fucking problem, right? So yeah. I really wanted to focus on people who were most financially impacted by misogynoir. Mm-hmm. And so initially that's why I was not including all non-binary folks. I know that there are, and, and we're still using AMAB and AFAB in this conversation, this con- but we yeah. will not be using it going forward Forward, but we're using it in this conversation because that is what happened and what we were talking about and shit like that Mm -hmm. but we were not including amab non-binary folks even though we know that there are amab non-binary folks who are perceived as women and who are if not perceived as women perceived in a certain feminine way and yeah. are impacted financially by misogynoir. We are aware of that. of that. Yeah. And we I was aware that when we were using the language specifically of a fab non-binary, I was aware that we were excluding folks from it. And the reason that we did, the reason that I wanted to do that or chose to do that at the time was I didn't want to put myself in a position where I was seeing submissions from folks and deciding that I felt like, okay, well, this person is not impacted by misogynoir, misogynoir. in the ways that I mean, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. to be more specific, I think that they're all different types of folks who are all different types of folks. Mm-hmm. And I have seen non-binary folks who navigate the world and are perceived as male men. and are perceived yeah. as men, right? Mm-hmm. And I know that those people are non-binary. That is who they are. I acknowledge and I respect that. I did not want to include people who were perceived by the world as men, even though those people are, are not. non-men. Right. By perceived by people as men, I mean, are not necessarily financially impacted by misogynoir, negatively financially impacted by misogynoir. Right. Mm -hmm. That is how I was feeling at the time. At this stage, to be honest, I don't care that much about being exclusive in that way. And so it doesn't matter. But at the time, I was feeling like to maintain the integrity of the segment, I want to make sure that we're keeping it for this group of people that is financially impacted by misogynoir. And I did not want to be putting us in a position where we were looking at someone because when when people send us features, we Mm -hmm. usually cross check their social media platforms to make sure this is in fact a black person. This is in fact a a real person and not like a white person trying to fucking troll or get over or whatever the fuck they like doing that it happens yeah it happens and i didn't want to look at anybody's social media profile and feel like they were somebody who were generally perceived by the public in this one way and the segment before people who are perceived in this other way so that was my initial thinking i knew that by us doing that we were excluding whole groups of people who were impacted financially impacted by misogynoir so i was aware of that but at the time it just seemed before i understood the level of harm that we were causing Mm -hmm. using the language afab amab it seemed like the least harmful way to be inclusive while also being exclusive and like keeping it to this certain group of people 
who was financially impacted by misogynoir. So I care less about that now yeah. after thinking about this more, after thinking about what are the best ways to reduce harm and limit the harm that we're causing and shit like that. And so I don't feel the need, as I said before already, I don't feel the need to be as exclusive with this segment. So I'm going to add to what you said about when we started using the AFAB language. So I remember when we had that discussion and I remember, I mean, I won't say discomfort, but I remember not really getting it or not really like understanding or thinking it made sense. But I also never like interjected. I kind of just let it slide because it wasn't something that in the moment was harmful for me because I'm a cis person. And I also didn't think to look any further, didn't think to ask <laughs> anybody in no community or anything like that. So for me on my end, I can say that's where I felt flat and kind of failed when it came to how we, you know, went about naming this part of mm-hmm. the show, you know? Mm-hmm. And when that was happening, I never, like Jay doesn't even know that I was like thinking these things. I never brought it up because I didn't have any information. I, I tend to not, I guess, disagree or interject when I don't have a rebuttal. I don't have anything to fucking to say or for, I had no information. I was ignorant. I was ignorant. So I never even said mm-hmm. this to Jay when we were like re-examining it or not re-examining it, but when we were deciding to add other language into the segment, I never even said anything to Jay because I, I just, I didn't know what to say because I was ignorant. And then it was just like, okay, that's what it is. So I didn't even do my part when it came to that with like even bringing a conversation up to Jay when we were doing this or adding the language to that segment as well you know yeah admittedly i felt confident in my usage of it because i had heard non-binary folks use that language before admittedly i will say that i think it's important that it matters the context in which that language is used and so i didn't i mean what we do here is very specific so it's not like i heard somebody fucking doing a pay black woman segment and using that language within that context right so while i had heard non-binary folks use that language well I had heard folks of trans experience use that language Mm -hmm. I can't say that I heard it necessarily in this context or recall all of the contexts in which I heard that language used Mm -hmm. so that to me I did feel confident in the use of that language even though you know you and I talked about it but we never talked about your discomfort with it but I didn't it wasn't something that we looked into any further I felt confident in it and so I moved forward in using that language in efforts to be inclusive while still maintaining a certain level of exclusivity to this particular segment and so yeah so that's definitely a failing and I think it is a reminder Mm -hmm. to understand the context of things or know that things are not always like just what they seem or always like that easy especially when you're talking about communities that are not your own yeah so I think that that yeah no I think that's definitely a good point to introduce so going forward and you heard how we introduced it today when we did that segment so we have one more letter and we'll talk more about how we're going to approach this segment going forward but in terms of the language that we use to describe the segment what we're saying now is if you know a black or indigenous woman a black or indigenous non-binary person if you are a black person impacted by misogynoir running a business leading an initiative or just somebody who needs to make ends meet or go on a vacation please send your pay black woman submissions to tea with queen and jay so that's currently the language that we're using we are focusing on people impacted by misogynoir so you can decide if you believe that you are somebody who is most impacted by that or not and you can decide if you are somebody who is submitting someone else to be a part of this 
feature, you can decide if you feel like they are impacted by misogynoir. But we are, there's more language here that needs to be addressed. So we're going to get into that as well. And this final letter we thought covered a lot and was important to include. And we're leaving this anonymous as well. And this says, I was just listening to one of your recent episodes about your pay black women segment and really appreciated you asking for folks to chime in. I have some thoughts about this as a non-binary black person. And the first thing that I wanna share is that anytime your pay black women segment comes on and you begin to explain what the segment is and who it's for, I've always cringed. Because even with your earnest attempts to include women, binary trans women, non-binary AFAB folks, you're still leaving people out. Not all AFAB non-binary people identify as femme or feminine of center, and not all trans AMAB people identify as women. To spell this out a little more plainly, I know AMAB trans folks who don't ID as women, but do ID as non-binary femme. I also know AFAB non-binary folks who don't ID at all with being femme and steer more toward being trans masculine. Whenever I hear you say that pay black women includes AFAB non-binary folks, I'm always left wondering who exactly are you talking about? And then of course, there's the problematic nature of lumping AFAB non-binary folks in with women. This is still something I see cis people do all the damn time and it's really frustrating because by putting non-binary AFAB folks in with women, you're suggesting whether you intend to or not that non-binary AFAB folks are women light or women adjacent and or you're helping to perpetuate that harmful belief to the cis people who are still understanding the complexities of gender, if they even try at all. AFAB non-binary folks are not women. That's the whole reason we ID as non-binary. And to insinuate this is not only confusing, it encourages folks to continue to put non-binary AFAB people they see as women into the women category, which further binarizes us, which again, the whole point of being non-binary is that we don't fit in the binary. Obviously, I don't speak for all non-binary people and non-binary people are not a monolith, but this is definitely something that many non-binary people have issues with and are impacted by. Hearing your recent podcast where Jay spelled out your intentions in choosing this specific black woman language made it make a little more sense in my brain. I understand that while I may ID as non-binary, I am not only still read as a quote unquote black woman in my day-to-day life, which is annoying, because again, it goes back to people seeing me as woman, even if I am not, but I digress. I also have experience with being treated and experiencing the world in that way due to social conditioning. So I get where you're coming from, but then I loop all the way back around to, but AFAB non-binary folks are not women, and the cycle continues. Language is important, as I know you both know, and while the English language is supremely lacking in being able to hold the complex identities that are encompassed in people's genders, it's so, so important to spell out who exactly you're talking to while also not perpetuating harmful gender essentialism. As a sidebar, I have big uncomfortable feelings with AFAB, AMAB as descriptors in conversations like these that are not of a medical nature because literally the only reason we bring up AFAB, AMAB is to determine someone's genitalia and then based on that genitalia we assume how they might identify and genitals literally tell us nothing about how someone IDs within their gender. I am only using AFAB, AMAB in this email with you because it seems like this is language that you both use but normally I wouldn't be using it like this. Anyway, the English language is faulty as fuck but there are definitely words you can use to be more inclusive that aren't going to erase or misgender people. I've always wondered whether or not you would be interested in calling this segment pay black women and femmes. While femme is not perfect, it at least gets the point I think you're trying to make 
across. This is a segment for women or feminine of center or femme identified people who need community support and uplifting. I think black femmes would work here because any queer gender person can ID as femme and those who hear this word know better whether they're being included and for folks who aren't sure they get to decide. It also solves the conundrum of how the world sees and reads us Femmes across all gender expressions are marginalized, whether they are AFAB, AMAB, binary trans folks, or non-binary trans folks. Just a thought. Okay. So thank you so much Thanks for this. For that. Yeah, that's a lot of info. A lot of helpful information. Yeah, a lot of info. Yeah. Yes, we appreciate the time and the labor that you put into this. Like we mentioned earlier, like we always knew that we were being exclusive of people who should have been included in this yeah. segment, but didn't want to just all the things that we've already yeah. said. Like there was a reason that we yeah. were doing mm-hmm. that. Yes. And okay. So I want to get to the suggestion of using pay black women and femmes, yeah. which is something that we did one time yep. on this podcast. Mm-hmm. And then after more conversation, have decided, decided that to. I'm not, yeah, we're not going to do yeah. that. So I want to say, okay. All right. Okay. Take a deep breath. Inhale. Woo. Okay. So I have a lot of feelings about gender. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm going to say these things. First, I want to say that the things that I'm going to say are not directly related to this particular email, but they do bring up a lot of feelings for me about this whole thing. And we, for context for the listener, we have been having this conversation for a long time. Months. Yeah, months. Yeah. So right now there might be stuff that comes up that we that wasn't expressed in any of these letters or anything that we've never discussed with you before. But like we said, this has been an ongoing conversation for Jay and I and like looking and doing research and things like that. So this part of the conversation may have information that was never in the chat. So we're like entering new information in a chat right now. Okay. Just so that you understand that if, so, if some of this stuff seems out of place, it's in place for us. Cause we've been having this conversation for a, a minute now. Okay. <laughs> All right, so I took a few breaks because I didn't want to cry through this, but gender makes me emotional. It makes me very emotional. Uh, My pronouns are she, her, they, them. I identify as a woman. I think that there are people who feel about gender the way that I feel about gender, Mm -hmm. who identify as non-binary and who are non-binary. And I want to say that I know that the non-binary experience is broad and varied and different and people who are non-binary are not a monolith and so there are all different kinds of non-binary people so what what i'm saying is that i believe mm-hmm. as is my lived experience yes. that there are people there are people who identify as non-binary there are a group of people who identify as non-binary who feel the way about gender and their identity how i feel about my gender and my identity okay right So I have had a complicated relationship with gender Mm -hmm. and the way that I feel about it is that I am a woman who is not a lady. Yeah. I am not incredibly feminine. Mm -hmm. I am not incredibly masculine. Mm -hmm. I take up space in both of those realms Uh and that's where I'm most comfortable and I, I am most comfortable leaning in one direction sometimes and then leaning in another another direction sometimes right Mm -hmm. but as a practice as a norm of who i am things that people associate with ladyhood and a certain kind of feminine i'm not that person and it has been a part of my identity to affirm 
that my womanhood and who I am as a as a woman should not be challenged because I am not a lady, a feminine per se kind of person or that a certain mm-hmm. kind of feminine. Can I ask um, a clarifying thing just to make sure I understand? Please. So are you yes. saying that your womanhood has nothing to do with whatever the fuck that ladyhood shit is? Is that for me? For you? Yes. For me, yes. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. But what I will say is that I do think that a lot of people conflate, and I'm not saying that this is even wrong, yeah. right? Uh-huh. But I'm, I, I do think that a lot of people conflate womanhood with lots of feminine things, even people... Okay who are non-binary and and talk about gender and all this stuff and talk about how much gender doesn't exist, acknowledge and affirm a lot of feminine shit that, and decide that woman is this feminine thing. Got it. Okay. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's what woman is. Mm -hmm. And anyone who is like, unless you are identifying as non-binary, unless you are identifying as, something Uh non-woman or unless you are non-woman or whatever you are this feminine type of person okay and it to me it makes me feel like the challenges that i have had with gender throughout my life have been things that have been placed upon me Mm -hmm. and i don't think that it has to do for me yeah i'm speaking very much about me I, I don't think that it has to do for me with who I am as a person. Mm-hmm. I think it has to do with the fucking system of white supremacist patriarchal capitalism. Yeah. And niggas telling me that woman means this kind of femininity and these kinds of things. And I don't match those kinds of things. And I think that that kind of the way that my specific upbringing was in that is toxic to all of yeah. us is toxic to everybody. Mm-hmm. So I don't think for me, for Janicia, I don't think that I am not the person that I'm supposed to be. Yeah. The issue Mm -hmm. in this for me in terms of my gender identity is that I have been told that my gender identity is supposed to be this one thing because I am a woman. And what I'm saying is woman means so so much more than those things. Right. Yes. Let me just clarify that I am not saying that, you know, People shouldn't be non-binary. You should just like expand in your mind what woman means. Yeah, that's not not what I'm saying. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying in addition to non-binary and all of the other gender identities, in addition to that, woman does not mean this one tiny thing. And sometimes I feel like when we have these conversations about gender identity and people who are who are not women, yes. I feel like there's an affirmation of all of these toxic things that we have been told that women is supposed to mean. And that makes me very uncomfortable. It, and yeah. so and, and there's nothing toxic about femininity. I think there is something toxic about it when we assume that all women are supposed to fit in this one box of femininity, yeah. which is often dictated by, by white, white supremacy. supremacy, by the bullshit that they did throughout colonization. Yes. Mm-hmm. Fucking, you know, their idea of femininity is very closely tied to whiteness yep. and fucking the ways in yeah. which they leverage that shit to enslave motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. And to me... All of that is a problem. And sometimes the way that people talk about gender makes me feel like Mm -hmm. it's okay for women to be marginalized 
and have this very narrow view of what woman is put upon them. Sometimes I feel like there are people who think that that kind of marginalization and narrowing of the scope of what womanhood is, Mm -hmm. is okay. Like that just because someone identifies as a non-woman that it's okay that women are being told that woman only means means these two things and that's that's it it. you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. and sometimes in these conversations i feel like those ideas about the identity of women are affirmed like you know what i'm saying like no women are women are this and other people are not that. Yeah. So stop saying that. Stop saying that, you know, fucking like when we talk about who is this for? Yeah. Something that was said in this letter was who is this segment really for? Yeah. Right. And this is something that I felt in the creation of this show. Even who is this for? Yeah. Right. You will hear a lot of other podcasts that are while we care here about like who the gaze of black women that. Yeah. yeah, that's who we center. That's who we care. Black women here means something very broad yeah. compared to what black women means on a lot of other black yeah other to the rest of the to the rest of the world yes. honestly yes it means and yeah yes a lot of that came up for me when we were talking about woman because mm. i a lot of the things that people attach to whatever womanhood is i wasn't taught womanhood in that way and i think i was taught what a woman was in a very like of course not perfect but it wasn't anything related to right. what white supremacy or patriarchy said woman was that's why i mm-hmm. with dismantling the binary with dismantling patriarchy with dismantling white supremacy it hasn't really shaken my idea of what woman is to me because i right. was kind of brought up outside of whatever white supremacist patriarchal capitalism says about women but i've noticed mm-hmm. that a lot of people's gaze is just in that so when they talk yeah. about whatever like a woman is it's so limiting that it's just it's just unfortunate that I see that most folks, because that is their gaze of what a woman is, that mm-hmm. they think that's all that is there. Right. And right. when talking about women, because it's so limited, I usually I kind of sometimes feel harmed because it's like right. I especially when it's folks who are doing this dismantling work in this mm-hmm. way. And it's, it's, it's like, OK, so maybe there's something that hasn't been dismantled there. But because of the way right. the conversation is going and it's very important to dismantle the binary anyway. So I get that. But I do. I get what you're saying as far as like because of their small scope that mm-hmm. our woman means different things. Right. Woman means right. something very different on this show, means something very different mm-hmm. for Jay and I. And so when we use woman, for us, it's like an encompassing thing. And it means many different right. identities and many people are included in here because we have this man suit, whatever white supremacist patriarchal capitalism that has right. said woman is. Mm-hmm. So it is, it is kind of like confusing when, and maybe confusing is the one word. But we know what we mean and we know what we see woman right. as and then have hearing conversation where woman is something very white, something that a yeah. black woman would never a black woman would never be a woman. <laughs> right. If we go by those measures yeah. of what what they told us femininity it's, is. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And sometimes I feel, yeah, so sometimes I feel like in these conversations that we are still using this really narrow scope of women. And th- I'm not saying at all that there are non-binary people who are actually women. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that when people discuss women, there is this really narrow scope of what that is that fucking offends me. That's what I'm saying, Mm -hmm. because I'm not that. 
And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with being, for lack of a better term, hyper-feminine. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with existing if that's who you are in this binary to whatever T people think the binary is. There's nothing wrong with that. What I'm saying is that included in womanhood is also the most masculine woman that you ever met in your life who is a woman and who identifies as a woman. She is included in that as well. And so when we say pay black women, I am talking about that bitch too. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm talking about the woman who wears fucking boxers and is masculine as fuck. I am talking about the most masculine bitch that you ever met in your life. Yeah. I'm talking about her. I'm talking about the most feminine bitch you ever met in your life. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about people who exist like me who don't feel like they fit into those things either i'm talking the, about all the those femme people or the masculine to be exact like you don't fit in either of those yeah right okay so to move on to the next thing kind of we played with the term femme yeah right mm-hmm. and so femme which is a word a term that we used to use on this podcast a lot yeah i admittedly have used it less because i know it means so many different things to so many different people and it makes me uncomfortable when i mean it one way and people yeah, take it in all these ways yeah. but that's not even what the fuck i meant mm-hmm. and so It's a word that I have shied away from using. Right. So this suggestion of femme came up. I was like, this actually sounds like the closest thing to what it is that that we're trying to do. Yeah. Right. And throughout this process, we've been in conversation with people because we're trying to cause the least amount of harm. And we actually want to be right. We don't want to come here and be fucking like, uh, let me just say the right thing so it doesn't offend people. We want to understand what the fuck is happening. And we want to make sure that we are doing our best to be as close to causing the least harm and as close to doing the thing that makes the most fucking sense like for real right so we had a lot of conversations about this with a lot of people we talked to a consultant yada 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 Mm -hmm. when we talked about potentially using paid black women and and femmes right we said that and somebody was like well have you ever thought of to make it more broad just saying you know pay a black goddess Mm -hmm. or pay a black and this one i'm paraphrasing because i don't remember the other thing that it was but i really just kind of want to get to the feeling and the energy that it gave me and this was then riffing off of us saying pay a black femme right so this is this is the energy and vibes that they got from it why don't you say pay a black goddess pay a black diva which made my fucking brain explode because those both of those terms to me are wildly feminine right and wildly Mm -hmm. specific and it's women who would not that came outside of i just want to add that that yeah. came outside because we said femme. Then they were like, then they suggested goddess and diva because along the lines of that, that's what femme made them think right. about. Even yes. though that's not yes. how me and Jay are thinking about femme when we say femme and stuff like right. that. So just knowing that a right. sane feminine conversation brought out goddess and diva, the way it's right. landing is something else, you know? Right. Yeah. And that is just so that niggas understand the vibes was kind of a trigger for me because Mm -hmm. yeah what the fuck yeah what the fuck you know and we were talking to people who have awareness and knowledge in this area yeah so it wasn't like we were talking to people who are so hung up on the binary and this or that or a and b and yada 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 so yeah that was like what the fuck what the fuck no well i think that's a symptom of we're trying to at the best we can to break away from the binary but we still kind of are attached to it in these ways because it's kind of indoctrinated so like we said femme and it automatically went to that direction it went to like a really binary direction right even though that's not what we 
intended or wanted you know right and 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 i don't even think it is possible that the person that we were talking to Mm -hmm. saw us that way yeah that too or it is possible that they were just reading the language that we it could have been anything anything. yeah the the fact is i don't give a fuck what it was we said fucking femme and they went full like getting our nails done spa party you know what i'm saying (laughs) and and that i'm not a girl's night ass bitch it makes me uncomfortable it made me Mm -hmm. uncomfortable and i know that this is the experience of a lot of non-binary people and i just want to underscore that as a woman i have this experience where i am constantly id'd as a certain kind of feminine person Mm -hmm. and it makes me uncomfortable yeah it makes me uncomfortable so that's why we're not using pay a black woman or femme yeah because that's not what we mean Mm -hmm. you know yeah the vibes of that kind of feminine is not what we mean even though femme doesn't mean that to me yeah that's what it was giving to that one person and honestly that's all the fuck i needed to be like absolutely fucking not you know it's like as soon as the call was done absolutely not <laughs> absolutely fucking not and i explained to that person yeah, yeah, i was yeah. like oh no that's not yeah those are not the vibes and they were you know understanding yeah. of what we were trying to say mm-hmm. or whatever but i bring up that to say that we are open if you all have other suggestions in terms of what the title of the segment should yeah. be, this, this is what I'm thinking right now. And me and Queen are talking about this in real time. Yeah. I thought about this as we were producing this episode. Mm-hmm. But what I'm thinking is that we continue to call it the Pay Black Women segment. And for those weeks that we feature someone who is not a woman, we will not say Pay Black Women. I like we will that. say Pay a Black Person. I like that. Or, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Like Something that. of that nature. And so that's what I'm comfortable with at this point, Mm -hmm. at this stage of it. We are open, of course, to anybody who has suggestions in this. But I wanted to highlight like. I feel like that's the safest way to do it, though, because. Yeah, right now. For sure. Yeah, for sure. That that should be how it goes. Mm -hmm. I like that. Right, right, right. But yeah, I just wanted to highlight that women are not this narrow ass thing yeah and i just really i want that shit to stop i do too you know like if we really i I just want that to stop because yeah i do too i know that as far as women i've always seen it as Mm -hmm. something broad it is not until i started to think about dismantling binary that i saw how narrow people saw a woman that's that's been revealed to me mm-hmm. and you know like if we're not fucking with the binary we're not fucking with gender then we shouldn't be fucking with any of that any of that right none of that right you right, know right yeah and it's a part of why i don't like being called a lady it's not just that yes it is that janicia is not a lady but i also find it offensive when anybody is called a lady and that's my personal politics i know other people are okay with it and i'm not saying that that's wrong but i think that the use of that language and the use of that as a blanket term for women is a part of the narrowing down of who women are Mm -hmm. who people think and assume and decide that women are and are supposed to be and i think that ladyhood and ladydom is tied to a lot of that colonial bullshit Mm -hmm. that people think is what femininity is and so when i say these things even though i am a a certain kind of feminine or not feminine or whatever i also hope to dismantle that shit everywhere i don't like it for me don't call me that but i also politically don't like that shit for anybody Mm -hmm. else i don't fucking like it you know what i'm saying and and sometimes in these conversations about gender identity i really do feel like in trying to affirm the non-binary identity of people and trying to affirm that there is more than just the binary a lot of times we end up affirming the narrow scope that 
White supremacist patriarchal capitalism says woman is. Right. Puts women in. Right. And I'm just speaking of women as a woman. I'm not saying that that doesn't happen with men or whatever. I'm just saying that my experience yeah. in it mm-hmm. and seeing how narrow people are with women is, is really um, is growing a little tired for me. Um, and so, like I said, we're speaking to it's not just about this letter. It's it's we've been talking about this for a long time. Yeah, a we have been now. researching shit for yep. a long time, reading mm-hmm. things, listening to podcasts and shit. And that has been a theme that doesn't always exist, but it has been making me feel a little bit like it's been making me feel a little bit gaslit. You know what I'm saying? Like, what do, what do you mean? Like gaslit how? Gaslit like we're trying to affirm that gender is this broad thing uh-huh like like while we're affirming that gender is this broad thing we're also a lot of people are also saying but womanhood is this really really narrow thing okay. you know what i'm saying yeah yeah and so mm-hmm. politically even though i think so many of us agree that all kinds of ridiculous limitations and pressures are put on womanhood Sometimes we default in these conversations about saying that gender is so broad, we default to saying that womanhood is this really narrow thing. And so when you talk about Mm -hmm. gender and when we talk about the ways in which people associate with femininity or womanhood, we have to remember that women are just this one thing. Just this thing. You know what I'm saying? And that's why why you have to remember and respect that everyone else identifies as someone else and something else and how they identify and who they are. You have to make sure you respect that because women are only this one thing. And I'm not saying everybody says that and I'm not in any way trying to be dismissive of other identities. I'm just saying this is something that I noticed. Yeah. You're just talking about things that came up. I'm just talking about me and my experience. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, it's not, this yes. is not like a, a statement, a theory of like, this is what it right. is. It's no, just it's some not. of the things that came up while we were going through the process and then the spirit of being transparent and talking about all the right. things, you know, we're just stating in here for everyone to like mm-hmm. listen to and to give us feedback on. We're we're not going to right. get more insight on whatever we're saying here if we're not completely honest about all of the feelings and shit that came up when going through this process of unlearning and learning new things, you know? Mm -hmm. Right. So that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we talked about that. So something else that I was thinking, Mm -hmm. I guess lastly, when it comes to this is that we have been saying this on the podcast for a long time in terms of pay black women and how we've been describing it. And I guess I was a little bit, both of us actually, it kind of took us aback being a podcast that listeners have traditionally wrote into. And we have throughout the show positioned ourselves as like learning in real time and, you know, building a certain kind of community. It was like a little frightening that no one had said anything yeah, to us about we, this before. That we were causing so much harm and right, nothing was right. said. No one like told us about it. Like we just were left to keep harming folks, right? Which was just like, oh shit! Like what? What yeah. did we do that that it wasn't clear that like, yo, you could fucking tap us on the shoulder and be like, nah, bitch. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah. Like we acknowledge of course that's labor yes right so no one owes us the yeah. labor of writing in and saying anything to us but we at least want to make sure that we're sending the message that you can do yeah. that you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying like you yep. can write in and hey be like hey this made me uncomfortable or have you thought about doing this or reconsider this that or whatever yeah so it did make us think about is there something that changed in our message or the way that we express ourselves on this podcast that made it seem like people can't 
do that. And I know yeah. that there are times when we have had to set boundaries and remind people, don't talk to us out the side of your face. Mm-hmm. Don't talk to us in a way that you wouldn't speak to us in person. Yeah. You know, yeah. like be respectful, of course. Yeah. So there are times we've had to do that, but that in no way means that folks, that we don't want people to write in, that we don't want people to challenge shit that we've said, Mm -hmm. or that we feel like we are done learning or like beyond or above like any kind of call in or even call out. Yeah, this is not a I said what I said podcast. This is not a, that's not what this is. That's not what we want this to be. That's not what this ever is going to be. We're never going to like just double down ignorantly. Like that's not, what we want that's not the community we want to build there's no way we could be dismantling shit if we were wrong and strong and okay with being like that you know what i mean so right. like like jay said like we just we don't know where maybe that messaging was missed or whatever like that but we just want to reiterate mm-hmm. that we want that communication we are a community you are not doing anything harmful to us by correcting us or anything like that that is what we want mm-hmm. And that is what we welcome. And, you know, we don't know what maybe that got lost or whatever, but it was really yeah. alarming for Jay and I to know that we have been harming people for the for amount, of amount of time that we were. And that, that it hadn't been mentioned before. Um, yeah. Yeah. When we feel like throughout this, the years of this podcast, like there have been seasons where it was very clear, like we're in back and forth communication with people. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. write, write us in. We want to hear from you all. So that was a little bit startling. Yeah. And I think that we want to make sure that we are making it clear that we are like throughout as we do this podcast, yep. that we are open to that yep. dialogue, back and forth kind of dialogue. I think that because we had done so much of that in some of our earlier years maybe more so around like years like three and four and shit like that yeah that maybe we felt like we had said it enough and it was clear that that's who we are and you know that's what it was yeah probably right 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 Mm -hmm. so yeah so we want to definitely do a better job of making sure that we that our listeners know that this is like a fucking back and forth and while we do have a lot of knowledge and skill and we do trainings and consulting and all that shit like we can't do any of that and be stagnant yeah like the point of all this is like it's an ongoing like learning process if i'm the same bitch i am today in five years then like what's the point of this yeah it's like there's a reason we don't sound the same as we did when we first started this podcast right and what we sound like now we still don't want y'all going back there okay but growth is important and we need our community also to grow now we're not saying that's your job it's not your labor but with the right. saying as a community we do appreciate the lean in or whatever the fuck they be calling that right you know right right yeah the calling yeah we don't we don't and yeah you don't owe us that you know that's not what we're saying you don't mm-hmm. owe it to us it's just like you know it just did feel a little bit weird not to have heard anything from anybody and it did make us kind of think about okay well what 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 did we do to make people feel like they can't like hit, hit us, us up, up and, and be like hey this is hey we fuck with y'all but this is whack yeah. you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying yeah yeah so yeah but anyway queen do you have anything else in regards to this no i do not i do think that this was a really valuable conversation like Mm-hmm. period because i'm gonna be honest i didn't i didn't really i really did not think to ever look into any of this and because right. of that letter that made me like do work which you know what i should have been doing in the first place in any way 
But it did, it did make me look at things and examine things and realize that even though I was saying I was dismantling the binary, I was okay with still using really binary language. And I wasn't even going to challenge it. Right. And I was just going to be like, well, if that's what they say, then that's what it is, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I I, I do appreciate the takeaway mm-hmm. when it comes to not using certain language and things like that. And I, this is honestly influenced from you, Jay, but it makes me want to mm-hmm. make sure that even when I talk about women, that I make sure that I'm expansive with how I talk about women so that right. it could it could be helpful to dismantling that in other people's minds. Because whatever I'm doing in my head doesn't mean that everyone is doing that. So, mm-hmm. like, with our platform, with our work, like, how can I use language? How can I do things that lets people know that women is this expansive thing. And yes, that's what it is here, but you could take that and take that other places too. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I I do like that that came out of this conversation. And I think it's cool that our listeners know that, nah, you could like fucking tell us about ourselves. Of course, we are people. We are black women. We are still marginalized Mm -hmm. folks. Don't come out the side of your face. (laughs) Don't come out the side of your face. Don't come in correct. Yeah, Yeah. but you know, so I I do, I do. It's it's nice to, I feel like this is like a nice recalibration (laughs) right? of that and shit Mm -hmm. like that. So um, Mm -hmm. it, it, it was helpful for me and it really just showed me how much work I need to be doing right also because i'm gonna be honest i thought i was doing enough in that aspect like i know what it is Mm -hmm. i know that gender is this i know the pronouns i will make sure i correct myself you know i really felt that i've like had done the Mm -hmm. things and it's like nah bitch (laughs) there's there's more to to this and understanding this and dismantling this so it was and still is a helpful kind of like calling Mm mm-hmm yeah no i'm i'm thankful for the opportunity to have this conversation and i appreciate you all handling us and treating us with grace yeah and we appreciate your community and your listenership and um yeah man these are this is like learning in public and i'm down for it we fucks with it we do that Mm -hmm. shit here it's cool yeah yeah i didn't mean to i guess i'm not gonna apologize for getting emotional but it really was my intention not to do that in this i will say i didn't mean to cut you off Mm-hmm. But it took a while for your first 2021 cry of the podcast. It did. I've been doing really good. You've I been didn't doing cry good. that much in 2020. You and niggas yeah. is dying. Yes, you did. Yeah. You did. You did. a Like, I haven't seen you podcast cry in a really long time. It's been so a long like, time. Wow. It's yeah. been a long time. I attribute yeah. that to better mental health. Okay. Boundaries. That's, good. That's great. Compartmentalizing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I've been doing a really good job. You this, have. You honestly, have. this even caught me off guard. And I. I uh, don't know what to do with this. <laughs> they be liking um, it anyway, so it's okay, Jay. <laughs> well, I guess. I guess. <laughs> they but, be like vulnerability. Yeah. Some one of us got to be vulnerable. I, had, I guess so. I thought that I had cried enough about that. Uh, particular oh, at thing that time. Already. Yeah. yeah. But I have not. And I don't know what to do with that. But I'm not going to do it again. Yeah, I was like, right oh, I, 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 don't, I don't have the tools. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> and then I was crying the other day, and once this open, oh, it's, it's like it's oh, open it's a now. portal. You open the portal. It's a fucking portal. portal. Yeah, some nigga opened the portal the other day. Nigga is a non-gender term. Some nigga opened the portal the other day, and fucking now the fucking portal yeah, is open. That's what until happened. Who knows yeah. when? That's what happened. The portal it's was closed annoying. for a little minute, and it's been open. It was closed for a good minute. All right. 
Okay. Okay. We did a motherfucking we did, show. We did. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at T with QJ. Follow us on Facebook and Tumblr, T with Queen and J. Send us your T mail at T with Queen and J at gmail.com. That's also where you can send your pay black women features and pay black niggas features. You know what the fuck we mean. Check out our website, T with Queen and J.com. That's where we be at. That's where we be saying things and doing things. Yep. And you can know what's coming up, even though we're all in quarantino. So whatever. whatever. You know maybe there's a virtual thing we'll get before that we can invite maybe to, actually you know? i was ideating a virtual thing in my jay's always ideate ideate whatever that word is <laughs> jay is like always doing that oh, which is a good thing it's not a bad thing which is a great yeah. thing because as soon as the world shut down i was like well i guess i'll never see these people again <laughs> <laughs> that's it that is it that's hilarious. Yeah, I'm ideating a thing. I'm thinking about a thing. I'm thinking. I'm just thinking about how to execute it now. But okay. so we'll it. get back to you about whatever right. she's ideating. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we will. We will. But thanks again. Thank you to you all for holding space for us. We appreciate you. This podcast was created, hosted, and produced by a black girl named Janicia and a black girl named Naima, with editorial support from a black girl named Candace. Tea with Queen and Jay. We turn up responsibly. Well, I'm not understanding this. Why you sit here and keep thinking you can keep coming at me the way you're coming at me? You really got me messed up. If I don't, if you're trying to tell me to do chores and I'm telling you I don't want to do it, I'm not obligated to do it, and I don't have to. You think just because you're somebody's mama that you can tell them what to do? Like, no, I'm 21 years old now. I'm not a kid, and you're not about to sit here and keep coming at me like that. Who you talking to? Can you believe that's how my friend was coming at his mom? Terrell, don't do that. I'll knock your ass out.